Welcome to Star Trek Sucks. I hate my technology. Mm. I'm angry now. Mm. I think what you mean to say is that uh, we're here in the engineering deck and you're, you failed to update your driver for your uh, trans... Uh, uh, trans warp deucer. Yep. And, uh, and then there, and that, therefore, that therefore it's no longer... Calling it a deucer makes it sound poop related. Uh, well, it has pooped the bed. <laughs> today <laughs> yeah my laptop has failed us today yeah. listeners jack and i have jack's just been sitting there scrolling twitter on his phone while i tried uh desperately to get my computer to uh realize that it was plugged in getting my brain very normal in preparation for the podcast twitter's a great place to do that yeah yeah uh, I, I will say thank you for your technology for making it so we didn't post the last episode on international women's day <laughs> is there something N- not- it features the worst woman oh, of all uh, time, <laughs> and I might have said some. I don't. I don't remember. I don't what I remember. Say, Honestly, I think that I we stand were, by whatever I said. Like fuck it. I, like, I think we were probably nicer to her because she was more tolerable in the last episode than she was the first time we met her. Yeah, that's true because she was kind of having a bad time in the last episode. Yeah. But, um, um. Anyway, Jack, what's good? Uh, I don't know. Um. I can I can do mine. Okay. Um, what's good for me is that uh, the entire internet is talking about Royals today, and I don't really know why, and that's great. Oh, it's because... Uh, no, don't tell me. I don't okay. want to... No, I'm happy about not knowing. Okay. Um, yeah, anything anything that gets mad, people mad at the existence of the British royal family is fine with me. Yeah. Um, it's very annoying that it's like on behalf of a just rich clout seeking shark person who married into the family in order to manufacture controversy for her own um social climbing but again you enemy don't think, of my enemy you so don't, you don't think they're really in love i'm sure they're in like <laughs> I'm sure they like each other just fine. I'm sure. I'm it's sure. So, I'm sure he likes the way she looks, and she likes his bank account. It's so hard to imagine what relationships are at at, at that kind of oh god like level of society. Like how could you ever trust that anybody was interested in you? Right. And uh, I, I mean, look at um at at, uh, at the the big fat wet baby man and uh, and his illegal immigrant bride. Like, yeah, he's he's exactly what she signed up for. I forget where I saw this, but uh, goddamn, somebody tweeted like uh, uh, Melania Trump is a it's a it's an alternate uh, alternate ending to Taken where Liam Neeson doesn't rescue his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of, <laughs> kind of. Like, it seems like you know, um, allegedly or whatever. But <laughs> and I mean, I don't I don't know if it's like I don't know enough. Uh, uh, about like the reality of what life is like for a person like in the in the former in in the like former Soviet bloc, um, and and whether it's like uncool or or offensive to to uh, to buy into that stereotype of like the the Russian bride seeking the American husband, um, but like I mean, going back to something that we I talked can't to, imagine another reason to marry Donald Trump. Let me put it that way. Right, but going back to what we talked about over the summer, when I um, unfortunately started watching the Ninety Day Fiance program, there were two different couples on that that show, th- where it was a you know like Europe, one was Ukrainian and one was Russian, um, and one of them was very definitely a fake person. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was like had multiple accounts and was clearly being handled by somebody and like had tried to, it was r- so fucking weird because she like tried to cut off all contact with this guy this guy is severely deluded mm-hmm. um, he has had multiple relationships with women in Russia who he's like never met and called them his girlfriend or his fiance for years right. 
and had no like direct contact with them. Like the the woman that he was connected to during the filming of the show, he literally had no way of contacting her outside of the dating app that he met her on. Right. Just bananas shit that people buy into. Um, yeah. I don't I don't remember but, what my my point was. Uh, no, but, I, I I think the point, which I think is a more interesting point than than where we ended up with this, is like what it must be to try to actually date because these people are still human um more or less but and this is part of what i always talk about uh, how being ultra rich or ultra powerful destroys your fucking mind and your conscience and your spirit how would you try to uh, enjoy the very enjoyable and very human experience of like authentically meeting people and dating them well and 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 forming romantic relationships with them when you are constantly looking over your fucking shoulder and and looking for the ulterior motive right like do you know what do you have any concept of what life is like for like what relationships are like for for normal people and actually i just got to the point in the expanse where um uh high consul duarte's daughter is dealing with this yeah um because right. she's somebody who's you know she's 14 years old at this point in the book and uh she's been raised you by you don't need to spoil the expanse for people well, the, uh, if listeners if you haven't read the expanse yet what is wrong with you honestly <laughs> this is like the last book too so <laughs> don't listen to this podcast again until you've read eight <laughs> volumes of the expanse yeah you fucking assholes <laughs> we have been telling you about these books <laughs> for a year <laughs> you sons of bitches! But no, you should you should read the expanse. But uh, but in in, in a different uh, story. Anyway, there's is, there's a there's a military uh, dictator who has a daughter uh, who is he's trying to both train to be his replacement, but also like socialize. Yeah, he's trying to raise her as as normal a person as he possibly can, but also. Like you said, raise her to be prepared to take over as the complete dictator right. of a, a, a multi or an, an intergalactic or an interstellar. It's a different story. We're different, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, um, but anyway, anyway, there, but yeah, I think that is kind of like growing up as a royal. Yeah, it was. It's just like that's why we shouldn't let people like that rule us because they don't know what our lives are like. Yeah, um, I mean that was the original sort of. I mean, it's democracy has always been sort of a sham, but like the original one of the original selling points is you can be ruled by people that like are like you, which has never really been true. But like, it's a nice idea, uh, but certainly you shouldn't have royal families um, who have any power at all. Yeah. And uh, yeah, fuck the royal family. Yeah. But also fuck like people that are like, yeah, I'm going to barnacle onto one of the royals and then uh, turn. It's just it's it's all a spectacle. We shouldn't be fucking caring about what any of these people have to say. Fuck them all. Fuck them all. Yeah. We're all the country's dying. We just voted down an increase in the minimum wage Mm -hmm. after we were told that we all had to vote for Democrats or God knows what would happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, 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 who fucking cares about the British royal family? They shouldn't exist. They shouldn't have existed for a long time. We shouldn't even have a president. Hmm. Anyway, what's good with you? Uh, so I I was wearing the I think one of a kind. I don't know if you've ever had another one ordered. Um, communism is a red herring shirts. <laughs> I have I have one of those. Oh okay. And I have I have the mask ones too. Okay. Yeah. Fine. um but i was worried one of those i took one of my friends out to dinner for her birthday and we were leaving uh bitter creek and one of the cooks stopped me and was like is that a tamarind sickle shirt and i was like sort of and then we just like talked uh leftist politics for a while and uh uh, i mean i'm doing the soviet union thing kind of ironically um because i don't know that that was a wouldn't call it an unqualified success. Certainly, yeah, didn't didn't work out great. Uh, Made a couple of whoopsies. Um, all right, I'm allowed to say it. you're not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they also made a couple. They also made a lot of contributions that no one gives them the credit for. For instance, International Women's Day. Um, was that? Yeah, that was a Bolshevik holiday. Oh. Um, and the the early Bolshevik platform was really big on women's rights. Like they basically invented the, the modern cafeteria so that 
uh, women wouldn't have to be home cooking. <laughs> you just go to the cafeteria and get some fucking food. <laughs> well, and I think it's important to delineate between uh, like the early Bolsheviks and the Bolshevik Re- Revolution and the uh, the Soviet government that was in charge at the time of, let's say, Chernobyl. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, the, 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 the late USSR. Um, they weren't doing communism great. Yeah, it was almost like they were ruled by a bunch of corrupt uh, elderly people who were basically just in it for themselves. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was almost we're, like... we're just kind of counting out the clock and trying to stay comfortable for as long as possible. Yeah. I'm glad liberal democracy doesn't have a tendency towards that either. Yeah. Um, it's a good thing we never tried socialism. To be fair, or we, we've or also, we might be doing that right now. We all. To be fair, though, we also have young people who are uh, trying to ruin democracy and ruin the country, like that dipshit in a wheelchair. Uh, do you, have you heard about this guy? Oh, Cawthorn. Have you seen the video of him fighting a tree? I have seen the video of him fighting a tree. That's my what's good. I've changed my mind. <laughs> it, like as nice as it was to be like, oh, there are like. Uh, other other people out on the streets that are like something's wrong. We need to question this, this way of going to politics. Who didn't automatically arrive on fascism because that's um, it was it was just comforting to see that. But also, it's, he a guy fought a tree. Yeah, and, well, and so here's the thing: like those gloves, I've seen ads on my social media for those gloves. They're like you know, metal knuckled gloves. That's just what they do in the commercial. That's not a thing that you do on your own time unless you're making a commercial for the gloves. Or I don't know why you'd... Or yourself. Yeah, I don't... But yeah, so did you... Uh, have you heard any of the backstory on that dude? No, no. I mean, I, I know a little bit about him. It's it's it's, you know, a, it's you... a troop. It's a troop guy. Uh, no, no. Nope. Oh no! Nope. This is this something else? Nope. Yeah, he uh, was never in the service. Mm. Um, his story is: is he just relying on people to think that he was a troop because he's in a wheelchair? Kind of. Well, part of his story is that he was going to go to the Naval Academy. He's a sucker born every minute. Mm. Uh, part of the story was that he was going to go to the Air Force, the Naval Naval Academy, or whatever. But then he was in a tragic accident, car accident, where he was paralyzed. But before. He was para, but while he was paralyzed, but I don't know. During the accident, he dragged his friend to safety, so he heroically saved his friend from the car accident. Except that the friend um, says that uh, that did not, in fact, happen. Uh, mm. That the friend was the one who dragged him out of the car. Mm. Which, given the fact that uh, Cawthorn was paralyzed in the accident, checks out. Seems like the guy who's still walking probably was more likely to have had the capacity to drag the other guy. Um, and then also, yeah, he said that he couldn't go to whatever army that he wanted to go to because of his uh, can't walkies, and <laughs> um, <laughs> except for he got his rejection letter before he uh, lost his ability to walk. Classic, yeah, yeah. So he's um, classic stuff. Yeah, it's uh, it's not stolen valor, but it's stolen valor, valor adjacent. It's like stolen stolen it's yeah it's so pathetic yeah yeah and then the other one these guys are so pathetic the other one that absolutely drives me insane uh is the fucking uh the guy with the eye patch who wasn't who 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 did serve and did lose yeah who did lose lose his eye in the service however you look at him because he's wearing an eye patch and that's fucking weird and you're like huh i wonder what it is specifically about his loss of eye that makes him unable to wear a prosthetic like 99% of people who have lost an eye. I have a friend who got shot in the face in junior high school in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. He's wearing, been wearing a glass eye since he was a teenager. Mm. Um, and uh, so why doesn't Dan Crenshaw wear a glass eye? Because the eye patch looks cooler. He does wear a glass eye. Yeah, but he's the got, eye patch looks cooler. Yeah, he's got a bunch of them. Wait, wait, because his 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 rationale is really the important part that that you, that you need to, to to understand here. His rationale for not wanting to walk around with a glass eye and is for that no one will know. Nope. It's because it th- this is his stated rationale. It is because it's too distracting. 
but glass eye is too distracting. Mm. So instead, yeah, he walks around looking like a fucking pirate. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, Jack, what's going to happen on this week's episode? <laughs> it's called Transformations or Transfiguration. It's called Transfiguration. Transfiguration. Yeah, that's about to come into it in a big way. Hmm. Well, on a science mission to a pre-industrial society where the crew of the Enterprise is desperate to avoid violating the Prime Directive, but not quite desperate enough to just leave these fucking people alone, <laughs> Data is abducted again. Don't just go with it. Um, nobody on the Enterprise can find them, and there is an emergency two sectors over that requires their immediate attention. So they have to leave and then come back for them later. While they are gone, Data's strange waves and often brilliant deconstructive insights into life and society cause a small cult to form around him. Mm-hmm. Eventually, he is pressured by his cadre of self-appointed disciples to deliver a speech in one of the local religious and social capital sites. The authorities get wind of his subversive and progressive messages and decide to use him as an example by crucifying him. The damage he sustains, while not fatal, causes him to shut down and go into self-diagnostic mode. His followers, assuming he is dead, bury him in a cave. Three days later, his damage repaired. He emerges from the cave to the awe of his followers, who've been keeping vigil. He's about to ask him what the big fucking deal is when the Enterprise locks on teleporter and he ascends to the heavens in a shimmering field of light, thus ruining the civilization for at least another 2,000 years. So the transfiguration in Catholic lore is uh, when Jesus ascended to heaven. <laughs> and that's... Uh, cool. That's It's really hard to write an episode based on a one-word prompt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I just did a date of Jesus. Yeah. Thing. I liked it. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> okay. Well, let's. I, I I can't wait to find out if that's what happens in this episode. I don't think it's what's going to happen. That would be, that would be controversial to the point where I would have heard about it. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> You're listening to Star Trek Sucks, the only Star Trek podcast. Now here are your hosts, Jack Gunn and Leo Cardoza. Okay, I just want to say up top, um, this is the episode where we find out it takes supernatural intervention for Jordy to get some pussy. (laughs) 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 And you you can go now. (laughs) You just go off. (laughs) I wanted to make sure. It's really all I had to bring to this. Yeah, that is the same. Okay, so I was just... It threw me off in that first scene. So we we join up with fucking Worf and and Jordy in the in the wingman scene we never knew we needed. But god damn. Uh, and I, I so great. So I I was maybe uh, distracted by not caring about this. Um Worf says uh because d- Jordy's looking across the bar at, at at this woman, and and then he's like, "There she is." And Worf's like, "Yeah, stare at her. Let her see the fire in your eyes." <laughs> was that on purpose? Like, was that because that's a that's an amazing joke if the writers did that on purpose? Oh, fuck. but I don't trust them. To I didn't pull even that catch off. that. No, I don't think the okay. writers did that on purpose at all. Because that's a, like you could you could <laughs> so do like just a of Jordy just like being like. Come on, man. You're not helping. You're not fucking helping, Worf. I am embarrassed that I didn't fucking catch that. Because, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, no. I just see the fire in your eyes. Dude. Bro. Dude. My main thing. Because it's the 24th century, so my main thing isn't that I'm black. My main thing is the visor. (laughs) And you can get one just like it by going to (laughs) VYZR.com slash Star Trek sucks for for 20% off a medical procedure where they gouge your eyes out with a spoon and put a piece of metal on your face. Visor. Hide the fire in your eyes. (laughs) Shit. God damn. Oh, fuck. Oh, our sales are going to be through the roof this month. Yeah, I got the fire in my eyes. Right oh, now. damn. Um, got the fire for riffing. So uh, there's an emergency. A guy fell down, went boom. 
They beam down to check Hang on. I have, I have one more thing from that cold open. Oh, oh, I I, I love that cold open. But oh, <laughs> so did I. And I also did you recognize the chick? No. Okay, so the last time we had a Jordy romance episode, oh, was, was it the, the same one? It's not. So remember when we watched that episode i was like wait is that the same chick because at the beginning of the episode he's on a beach on the holodeck on a date with somebody and then he doesn't know how to talk to women Mm -hmm. and then the whatever happened in that episode that made him do the thing that created dr leah brahms on the holodeck but as soon as she shows as soon as leah brahms shows up on the holodeck you're wait you're like wait is that the same actress as the chick that he was just on the beach with, and I had the same thing again this time, and I had to look it up. It is the same actress from that, from not the actress who plays Dr. Leah Brown. Right, but the one, he was, the, one, the one he was on a, a failed date with. Yeah, I guess my point is Jordy's got a type. Okay. Um, um, or it could literally be the same character. No, I mean, the the character, that's what I'm saying. The, the, cac, the, cactor, the character and actor playing crewman Christina on this episode is the same actress playing the same character from that episode, but not the same actor and yeah, character as okay. Dr. Brown. Jesus fucking Christ. That's what I meant. Um, <sighs> okay. There, there is, do you know how to make uh, gifts out of, uh, uh, scenes from streaming oh, video? I mean, you Google it. So no, <sighs> I, did, I want I want a gif of of Worf going. I have much to teach you about women. While Jordy just like plays his <laughs> hand in his hands, it's seems relevant to things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I think literally you can Google it and it, and it'll take you to a place where you just feed in a video link. And then, but okay. there's probably uh, copyright restrictions on uh, on shit off of Netflix. I would guess. Yeah, but I mean, there's a million gifts from Star Trek, so yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, so they find a dude with his brain hanging out. Did that? Did you notice that on the prosthesis when he was first lying there on the ground? Yeah, he was all fucked up. But like one side, the very fucked up side of his head was literally like it was zombie makeup, like Halloween zombie makeup in brain shape. Yeah. No, I don't. And I was it's, like, it's hard to tell on the show because like the 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 alien head prostheses are always so like all over the fucking place where you're like sure that might be how their heads look i mean you're right but which, which is why it would also be a nightmare to be a doctor on star trek oh yeah absolutely like, you're either really sick or fine <laughs> <laughs> because in this particular like it, this is a perfect example because to me it looks like that's his brains on the outside of his head and then the doctor goes and she has to to psychically hook him up to Jordy so that uh, Jordy's rhythms can yeah so that his brainstem can run this aliens uh, autonomic yeah. systems which um, and first of all seems like something that would require some training. <laughs> Second of all, we've never heard that they can do this before. It's a miracle technology. It's incredible. Yeah, like it's it's basically using the uh, uh, the, the paddle things. Yeah. Um, but with your with your brain stem, yeah. which is incredible technology, seems like it could have come up before now. Yeah. Um, and third of all, seems like it would require some training. But so she puts a little metal thing on Jordy's forehead, but on the alien dude, she like smushes it into his into his exposed brain tissue. Well, that's where it would go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yuck. Yeah, <laughs> just fucking finger and brain. What is wrong, Beverly? Stop finger and brain. Well, she does want to fuck the guy later, so she, she does. Um, which bra- hey, finger and brain's a prelude to uh, nope, not finishing that thought. <laughs> uh, uh. Don't like that. <laughs> We found something Leo's really squeamish about, apparently. Uh, yeah, it found, turns out the only thing I like less than the idea of finger and brains is the finger and brains with a sexual context. <laughs> Don't like it. Fair. It's <laughs> fair, actually. But so apparently the psychic connection between the two of them gave Jordy the power to talk to girls, which is good for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also find out uh, that he is space wolverine, basically. 
Yes. Because uh, he starts healing super fast. Spulverine, Spul- if you will. Spulverine. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so he starts healing fast and everything's going great. Jordy starts hooking up with uh, crewman uh, Christina. Uh, and uh, At one point there's an elevator scene where even Riker's kind of like, seems like you're getting too much pussy. Man. <laughs> I, I felt like it was more of a, uh, come on, me too, but in the turbo lift, like, do you have, you know. yeah. I don't know. It, it felt sort of paternal where it was It was kind of like him being like, okay, well, like, don't let – you have an important job. Like, don't forget. <laughs> like, good for you. But, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Uh, it, it, it did strike me as Riker kind of being like – it wasn't even Riker being like, I'm the pussy getter around here. It was Riker being like, hey – be careful about getting too much pussy. It's not for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which is true. (laughs) So uh, this is also, I think, the first introduction of the running premise that uh, O'Brien's favorite holodeck activity is kayaking. Yeah, this is definitely the first time because I was like, what's up? (laughs) Yeah. And then, and then, fuck you, Wes, because Wes goes in and like claps him on his clearly fucking injured shoulder, and is like, "Oh, kayaking again?" It's like, "Fuck you, you old fucking nerd." Um, yeah, but that is that's an element that continues all the way up into uh, into his relationship with Bashir on, D- on Deep Space Nine. The man just loves to kayak. He just fucking loves kayaking, man. Yeah, man kayaking's fun. Um. Yeah, so, yeah, he's just straight up, he's Wolverine. Um, and then Jordy, in addition to being given the power to talk to women, he also uh, has become a an alien technology cipher because they've got this data yeah. orb. So that treasure map scene, uh-huh. that's what that was. Uh-huh. Boy, howdy. Yeah. All I got out of that was like, Oh, good. We're doing another plot about pulsars. Yeah. Apparently, this is the season where one of the writers found out about pulsars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like way like looked it up in the Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> P. Uh, oh, pulsar. What? Oh, that's in space. Mm, that is a thing in space. Yeah, because this is not the first one. Not even the second one in this season. Is this the third one? This might be the third pulsar episode. <laughs> So they they are interesting. I'll give I'll give them that. They're able to triangulate the pulsars and figure out where a dude's home planet is. Um, it's a little bit weird that there's a warp capable society because weren't they out? Wasn't part of the intro that they were mapping some yeah. distant, boring part of space? Yeah, and it, there's it is ha- weird that there's like a non-expansionist society that has basically their level of technology that's yeah. just like. Yeah, no one knows we're here. Yeah, they're we level don't want of... anybody to know we're here. And it's like, what are you talking? What just from radio emissions alone, everyone would have known you were here for hundreds of years. Yeah, but not just the same level engine technology, um, a considerably more advanced and yeah, extremely we're, we're, we'll, terrifying. We'll get to that. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I listeners, be, a little peek behind the curtain. We're actually going to try to do these in order <laughs> yeah we're gonna try no guarantees because we're uh, morons well but. so here's the thing though because uh your suggestion was that we pull it up on wikipedia um so we can go through the outline which i was surprised that you suggested that because you hate this show so much and yet you're so and yet you were that dedicated that you wanted to actually sit here and go through the uh I the plot to synopsis provide a better listening experience <laughs> to our fans who I don't hate at all. I think they're nice. They're nice people. That's no. I just, as I was, far as I know, no one's ever engaged with us, <laughs> other than like real life people that I know that listen to it. So um, our number one city this week is Columbus, Ohio. So if you are one of the like, no, no, hang on. So my request for engagement this week, actually, like legitimately, um, not ironically, asking you to tweet at us because you can or you won't. You don't want to. I don't care. But actually, like, if you do like the show, please, like, subscribe, like, and rate and review on iTunes. Yeah, or on your whatever you're Or whatever platform. you're on. Yeah. Um, because that actually does help uh, more people get 
the show. Yeah. I mean, we're the only Star Trek podcast. And so. we're the only Star Trek podcast, yeah, so, so it's important that you do that. And uh, our other request for engagement, just as a reminder, 2021 Self-Suck Challenge. Yes, obviously that, this is This is the year we all get there. What day is it? Uh, it's, uh, March 8th. 8th, 8th of March. All right, that's how long it takes me to get tired of a joke that I made. <laughs> oh, man, it's, uh, it's going to... It's going to be really rough for you if I keep making that joke all year, isn't it? You know how many social media <laughs> jokes that I've made in the last, I don't know, 10 years that I'm tired of that people are just constantly bothering me about now? Yeah. It's <laughs> probably the Jesus one first. Yeah. Also the terrible bird. Terrible one. birds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Listeners. There's a, couple- a bunch more. Ple- no, no, no. <laughs> A couple of things Jack would love for you to do engagement wise. No. After you stop stop this. After you, post you have to stop doing this. <laughs> please stop. Please, no. Twenty twenty one self suck challenge. Jack would like you to tweet at him. At who is Jack? This is like a modern day Greek myth where I have an intrusive thought that I think is funny for like half an hour. So I post it, and then I just and then it just haunts me. For then the the Jesus Day one is literally haunted me for like a decade. Yeah. Anyway, tweet Jack pictures of ugly birds. No. <laughs> uh, Leave okay. me alone about the birds. <laughs> he also likes stupid fish. <laughs> I'm not tired of the stupid fish yet. You can tweet me stupid fish if you want. I mean, stupid fish is just the sunfish. There's no stupider fish. It is the ultimate dumb fish. It's the dumbest <laughs> fucking fish. Completely surviving on bulk. And just <laughs> not, no other no other positive quality. And it well, and it's so stupid and has so little life function. It can survive having a big ass chunk bitten yeah, out of it. Yeah, that's what I mean by surviving on bulk oh. with no other positive attribute. <laughs> and it's not even good to eat. I can't even like. Uh, anyway, fuck sunfish. All right, what is this podcast about? The first time uh, that uh, okay, so so John Doe Doe starts doing glowies. Um. I feel like this episode is the first time that they've actually tried to portray a reasonable amount of time that it should take to get around to places. Yeah, I noticed that too, and I was like, "Wait, what?" But they do a bad job at it. Very bad job because you just I I maybe because we watch this every week. I'm used to just like everything apparently taking place over like 36 hours. Yeah, and like they just sort of like awkwardly shoe her in a couple times and kind of throw away dialogue of like you've been looking better the last month. Yeah, and that's it, literally it. That's it's, literally it. That's yeah, the only the, way you know a month has happened. Yeah, the, the doctor of, says you haven't moved for a month, and then uh, yeah. and then uh, Jordy says, "Yeah, we've been fucking for a month." Yeah, I think he says we've been we we've, we've spent every night in the last week together, and then Riker's like, "Oh, you've had a smile on for a month." Yeah. It's just, it's, you have, you have your, the classic way to show the time has passed is that your characters change their facial hair. (laughs) Just do that. It would be less hacky than this. Yeah, it's true. Not a single person looks like they have even changed clothing. Almost like they shot this in a day. (laughs) Yeah. Almost like that. (laughs) Almost like that. Um, there's a line where uh, fucking John Doe and Beverly are at the bar together and I didn't manage to write down the entire thing but I got I think just enough of it because he's like just it it sounded like the sleaziest pickup line but he's like super smooth about it where he's like whatever's happening to my body it's what brought me here yeah but he's but he's like so sincere about it where it's like that's that's not a guy trying to fuck that's a guy legitimately being like i have cancer or something (laughs) i know but he should have delivered it like he was trying to fuck yeah but he wasn't trying to fuck it's i I was actually sort of on oh yeah no i was sort of right with my with my episode synopsis up well, top. And uh, of, of all of the one episode characters we've ever met, 
uh, and especially of ones that have come in for one episode and somebody wants to fuck them, he's the most fuckable one so far. Oh, big time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, his face is weird, but like. Yeah, whatever. Well, are you talking about his his very visible dick basket for the last half of the episode? Ribbed for her pleasure is what I was going to say about his face. But yeah, no, his dick. Let's talk about his dick basket situation. So the future is a place where um, the most inconvenient article of clothing that has ever been uh, invented the form fitting jumpsuit. Yeah. The zipper in the back. Yeah. Form fitting jumpsuit. The you're taking all of this off if you have to do anything eliminatory. Yeah. It's all got to go. The also. You're gonna give your you're gonna pull your own underpants up your own ass if you raise your arms in this outfit. Yep, you sure will because yeah. it is tight. Speaking of underpants, John uh, Doe is wearing full on boxers underneath that fucking suit, as far <laughs> as I can tell. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he's just got he's he's got a he's, he's got just a hanging he's got a lump of fruit in the front and then just a bunch of fabric all around his bathing suit like area. it is it is a depiction of the dick that is like i i don't i the, the mind reels like it's it's if you saw like god forbid a woman's nipples in that much detail it would not be like tvpg like it's wild that they were just like yeah this is fine <laughs> In 1990 or whatever, <laughs> I mean, like I said, they, you know, they put those boxer shorts. Yeah, at least I am. I am very acquainted with what this man's penis looks like. <laughs> Not out of interest, but just out of watching this episode. <laughs> so, it's at about this point when he's doing this glowies that I realized this is where all of the energy beings come from, dude. Continue with that thought. All the energy beings, like every time there's a bullshit energy being, oh, episode, it's from somebody. It's from some species doing this like ascendancy thing. Uh huh. Like we just saw, like another species turn into a bullshit energy being. This is bullshit energy bre- being. I mean, half of this plot was the bullshit. Phantom Menace. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> this was better than the, fan, the Phantom Menace. That's true. I'm giving this I a mean, watch. A, I get. I, I give nah, this a watch. Nah, this sucked. It oh, was, really? It was slow. It was, it was slow and boring. Like there it was, was there was slow. like a 60 second scene of just him trying to learn to walk again. It's like fuck you, fuck yeah, off with was, this. Like why do I fun. care this much about this guy? You know, and like only by the end do you like. I mean, it's just, it's it's like, it's Stranger in a Strange Land, which is a book I fucking hated and I don't remember the plot of. Um, so it might not be. But as I recall, this is the plot of Stranger in a Strange Land. Um, you don't, you don't really fucking care till the end when he reveals that he's, that he's actually good um, or whatever. I don't know. I didn't like it. I, I mean, you're so you're talking about the like finding out that he's not like a criminal or something like that. No, I mean, I assumed he wasn't a criminal, but I don't, I don't know. It was just more energy being bullshit. It was just like the oh, the energy being shit is attached to this guy that's on the the ship. But I don't. Know, it was like very vague about like like as soon as uh, uh, Jordy tries to resuscitate him, and then it, it almost kills Jordy, and then Jordy's like. Uh, I'm. I got a pep in my step and a and a, a spring in my thing. And it's like, oh, this is just it's an it's an energy being. It's it's it, it's we finally found an energy being powerful enough to make Jordy fuck. Yeah, I mean that is the least like the least logical thing about like yeah. And but then at the end when like Jordy's like, hey man, I want to really, I really want to thank you. Like you turned my life around. Like Jordy got on the right meds or whatever. And and he's like, I don't think I had much to do with. It. I think I showed you something that was in yourself. Fuck you. Fuck off. Fuck you. This this man's life is completely fucking different. Like 
stop acting like you like you just oh uh, you could have done it by yourself fuck you that's fucking frustrating as shit well but john doe was basically dead yes and then his his uh, weird fucking fetus energy being energy went into jordy and and medicated jordy into being able to like finish a sentence you must really hate the Wizard of Oz. I do. Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have really no opinion about the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> uh, so Worf dies for a hot minute, um, and it's very dramatic for a, a, about a minute. Less than that, I would say. <laughs> More time is spent on this guy learning to walk again than is spent on Worf being quote-unquote dead. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Which again is just is bad pacing. Yeah. Else. Um. So now we've got uh, a ship from the planet that this guy's from racing to catch up with them. They catch up with him. The captain of the ship's like that guy's a uh, criminal. You got to give him here so we can shoot him in his face. Uh. And captain's like, well, what for though? Right. Like. Uh, but why? A master, master of diplomacy. But why? Yeah. Just being like, why though? <laughs> How come? Anyway. It's like you're in our, ter- like, not to be a nationalist about it, but it's like you flew into our territory, found somebody. Yeah, it's true. Like, on, their, on your ship. We don't really owe you an explanation. Like that's our, what do you? Yeah. Unless you like already have like a, a reason to believe that we're like a slave culture or something, in which case, yeah, like fucking fight it out. Yeah, but, like, maybe. But, but yeah, you it, don't know these people from fucking Adam. Like this yeah. guy could be like a serial child molester. <laughs> from what we know, I mean, it, like this is, is it, like if there was a semi neutral area between the United States and Canada, like in the woods and the Mounties. I don't know if you've ever been to northeastern washington but there is okay uh, <laughs> let's say the mounties are mapping that area and they find a guy and then they keep going and they end up in america right. and the american pro- police surround them and are like hey that guy's a criminal give him here the mounties really don't have yeah. the and also you're not rooting for the Mounties in that situation unless you've been set up to by uh, very inept screenwriters mm. or good screenwriters um, who would actually have the guy have his memories and tell the uh, audience and the, and the crew of the ship uh, who are the audience surrogates in this case, why exactly they shouldn't give him up. But instead we have just a dumb mystery where it's like, well, he 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 shocked one of our coworkers so bad that he fell off and broke his neck and died. But then he brought him back to life. So he seems ao good by me, <laughs> which is such a dumb conflict. Yeah, that I actually am kind of rooting for the guys with the terrifying weapon and now we get to the terrifying weapon part yeah so when captain picard uh opts to be like nah you can't have him back the zyklon beanians (laughs) apparently pretty good name for him i mean it's not because it's a holocaust joke but um yeah so the zalconians or whatever um they apparently have a weapon that can just suffocate everybody on the ship to death without sucking all the air out of the ship. Or piercing the shields. Yeah, or getting through the shields. Like it's just a everybody on the ship suffocates button. That deserves some follow-up. That deserves literally like Picard going back to Starfleet and being like, we need every ship in the fucking fleet to go to this place and try to destroy one of these ships or try to take one of these ships intact so we can capture this technology because we would, our hegemony would be completely fucking unchallenged. Romulans suck my fucking dick. There will be no more problems with the Romulans. They will accept whatever terms we want. 
I'm not saying it's a moral thing, but I'm saying that like Starfleet's already hegemonic. So like by the logics that they are, that they operate under, that's what they should be doing because that is an ultimate weapon in space combat. Yeah. I mean, I was just thinking they should figure out a defense for it. They should I mean, at least do that. All right, your, your thing's more moral than mine. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so yeah. And then, uh, we get to see uh, him go through his final evolution and turn into uh, Green Man from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, except gold. Mm-hmm. And everybody has cancer from the amount of radiation that that produced. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was another thing early on. They beam down to the planet and Data takes out his tricorder and he's like, radiation levels are within the acceptable parameters. You guys should check that before you go to a place. Yeah. Yeah, that es- should especially when one of you is a robot. <laughs> well, no, like I mean, what if the radiation's too high for the robot to work? <laughs> I mean, the ship's or the people, <laughs> the ship sensors should know whether or not the radiation is going to be okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, but yeah, so he turned. It's just it was like. I was like chuckling during that whole last scene because it literally is just a guy in one of those full head to toe leotards <laughs> and it sounded like they recorded his audio while he was in the leotard <laughs> like they didn't they didn't go back and overdub his lines yeah later. yeah 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 which <laughs> potentially and like that might be just like a 2020 observe 2021 observation because it sounds like he's wearing a mask he <laughs> sounds mm. like when you talk to yeah somebody. that might be just a covid observation <laughs> just like Hang on a second. A, I a covobser. I recognize exactly why his voice sounds like that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Good anyway, times. Bad episode. Don't watch it. Eh, maybe watch it. No, it's, I do like your theory of like this is like every society is if they survive long enough is destined to become a fucking bullshit energy being <laughs> and we just we finally witness the metamorphosis. Uh-huh. Um, I like that theory, and yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that in my head canon. I mean, uh, it's the only thing that makes sense as far as uh, like, con- like continued evolution. Yeah, but it's like they didn't <laughs> they didn't do it through any like technocratic means or anything. It was just like, oh uh, yeah, all of a sudden evolution just sped up a million percent, and there's some of us started turning into post post matter beings <laughs> which is a thing that, that DNA evolution can apparently do <laughs> i just it makes every bit as much sense as like the marvel mutations thing where it's like oh all of a sudden human is, dna is changing and some people can turn their skin skin no. into metal now no no i would say it makes less sense than that because he is post matter he's not made out of matter anymore <laughs> i mean Nightcrawler can t- teleport. What is he before and after he teleports? I mean, we don't know that this guy is not matter. He's if he is matter, he's a very alarming. <laughs> he's he's matter that's emitting a very alarming amount of radiation. Which there's only one kind of matter that I know of that does that, and you don't want to. I don't know, 200 pounds of it walking around the bridge of your starship. <laughs> he also looks exactly like the aliens from the Cocoon films, mm-hmm. which I haven't uh, seen. Yeah, had to, yeah, I was, thought you were going to say that. Uh, it's about some aliens who have to come to a retirement home for some reason. It's about, hang on. This has been Cocoon Sucks. <laughs> A podcast about cocoon. I think it's aliens crash land on Earth, and they have to be their cocoons have to be in water. Uh, so Steve Gutenberg puts them in a pool at an old folks' home, but then the old folks find out that the alien cocoons make them help feel more healthy because there's something about the aliens' planet. Uh, so then when the aliens mom shows up to pick them up and take them back to the alien planet uh like jessica tandy and wilford brimley uh go with them to the alien planet Hmm. so they won't have to age Hmm. seems like a metaphor about death yes it is yeah also 
also features uh, 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 what's his name, um, Ron Howard, or Clint Howard, uh, just very aggressively eating pudding out of a can. <laughs> That's not where I thought you were going when you said very aggressively eating pudding. <laughs> 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 yeah, I see it now. Yeah, yeah. That's not how that sentence usually ends. So, uh, yeah, but I would argue that the 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 sentence that ends with eating pussy doesn't often begin with Clint Howard. Uh, take that, Clint Howard, <laughs> you per- person. Nah, he's probably not really sure who you are. He's probably a a, a very uh, giving and uh okay we can probably end the podcast conscientious now. sex partner do you do you want to keep talking about clinton howard eating no pussy? <laughs> no do you want to end the podcast i guess uh next week jack is the last well the first half oh shit i just ruined it um it's the first half of the cliffhanger that uh, ends this season and starts season four and it's called the best. I don't, I don't see what you did that just ruined it. So okay, good. I don't know whether you know this thing and I've been trying not to, I mean, it's a big plot point and I don't know whether you know Uh, that this ever happened. I don't know anything. Okay. So, so, um, best of both worlds, part one next week. Okay. Bye. Uh, Goodbye. Had you only hours to convince a beloved friend that there is value in the things that you value? Would you search through space and time to find the perfect words to convey your convictions? When every word counts, rise and proclaim your opinions to be the light of the galaxy!